A diamond has long been a symbol of commitment, love, and trust. Isn't it time the diamond industry showed us the same values behind the scenes? Clean Origin is leading the engagement ring industry toward a brighter future, designing elegant lab-grown diamond fine jewelry that never compromises our values. A brand that doesn't just talk the talk, but one that was founded to make a difference, to offer a more environmentally friendly, conflict-free, and price-accessible choice without any compromises on quality. Lab diamonds are grown in a lab using cutting-edge technology that replicates the process of natural diamonds. A lab-grown diamond is chemically, physically, and visually identical to a mined diamond without the adverse effects of traditional diamond mining. And for a price of up to 10 times less, we don't know why you'd choose anything else. You know, I'm a Sag. I'm always going to say bigger is better. And with these prices, three carats is the new one carat, baby. Go big. Honestly, five carats is the new three carats if you really want to go there. You all know that we know a thing or two about engagement rings. And these clean origin rings are simply stunning, classic designs, and for a fraction of the price. From the color of your metal to the center stone and setting, you'll be able to customize every aspect of this very important lifetime piece of jewelry. Whether you're looking for an engagement ring or tennis bracelet or diamond stud earrings, Clean Origin has beautiful diamond jewelry that you'll be wearing forever. You can use code What's Your Sign for $100 off all orders over $1,000. That's $100 off all orders over $1,000. Go to cleanorigin.com and use our code What's Your Sign at checkout for $100 off of your order of $1,000 or more. Use our promo code What's Your Sign, all spelled out. Check out Clean Origin today. Welcome to What's Your Sign. I'm Julia Loken. I'm Stevie Anderson. And I'm the Irwan of this podcast. Irwan? Irwan. Like the bougie grocery store? Yeah, like nowhere backwards. Oh, cool. Wow. Is that what it's supposed to be? Oh, yeah. You didn't know that? No. Oh, yeah. The W is in the wrong spot, but yeah, it is. Wait, I was going to say, I feel like it is that. But then when I've spelled it backwards, it like doesn't translate. It's but just the it, H and W are just mirrored are flip flopped. And I think it would be weird if it was exactly right. Dude, this is the most Pisces shit <laughs> I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> but wait, is air? Why are you the air one? Is air one like a Greek god that we don't know about? Or are we just? Like no, I, I'm just Irwan is actually the 13th sign. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I went to Irwan the other day. I was having a bad day and I it's my new place to go when I'm having a bad day. 
is everything $19? Yes. Did I spend $150 on the six items? Absolutely. But I just feel like when I have a bad day and I go shopping, I normally will go to like a Target or like, and I just get crap. And like, it's a, it was, it wasn't any different. I just got like organic chicken and really expensive cookies. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's like, it wasn't, I don't know. It didn't feel like I felt better because it's so clean and like no one bothers you. And it's just, I mean, it's very like wealthy and privileged area, but it just, I don't know. The soup I got was like really good. I just, I don't know. There's something about going in and just kind of cosplaying with the rest of them, right? Like, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, you're going in here to do, we're wearing our yoga pants. We're picking up the ridiculously $40 price, like sleep, sleep juice or whatever it might be. For those who don't know, Erwan, if you have had ever had LA on your destination, it's just where you go to seen and be seen. It's a grocery, it's a bougie ass grocery store. Uh, the produce is just off the charts. Like blueberries are $19. Like, it's like, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. I do love to go get lamb sausages from there sometimes. Cause you, some of the artisanal stuff is worth it for the voyage. So I agree. Erwan is a very piece. I walk around and just roam the halls and, and find peace in there. And then sometimes leave with like a cacao bar or like one sparkling water. And I'm happy. That's what I usually do too. And I, or I'll get like a thing of nuts and I'll be like, this mm-hmm. is my like, whatever. But this time I was like, no, you're going like, this is a retail therapy. Like you're going to spend money in here. I will say there are cert- certain things I absolutely like won't indulge, like a piece of pie that was $16, one piece, like that yeah. kind of thing. I'm like, absolutely not. But I did buy $15 worth of cookie dough and Ooh. it was great. The soups are great. The I mean, certain thing. I got organic chicken. I got some cucumbers. I didn't get all like stupid, like splurgy stuff but um was the cookie dough do d-e-u-x it was theirs okay their brand so there's this brand uh called d-e-u-x do and it's bougie cookie dough but it doesn't have eggs or something like you're you're encouraged to eat it to the dome and let's just say i did that and it was really good but it doesn't just a taste alert for the, not an ad either. I liked it a lot, especially cause I love eating cookie dough, but it had a almost like raw dough of like a gingerbread house taste, but in a way that I still liked as an alternative to real cookie dough. I did buy the vegan gluten-free one and I did eat it raw. Um, but I was well, say- vegan. You're, you're fine. Yeah. No egg. It's yeah, all about the egg. It was like issue. more coconut oil flavor. You know, look, I'm rolling the dice every time I'm eating regular cookie dough, raw eggs, food poison, I, salmonella be damned. I'm I'm indulging. Hey, no, you even really get that no judgment. Like, but I've been will, doing it. Hey, I will say <laughs> I won't do that with store bought cookie dough. Like, yeah, that's that, a good I've, point. I've gotten sick from doing that. Like, that's I will eat cookie dough that I made. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I just I'm not going to do that with like pillsbury i will i will also do it with pillsbury but now that you're saying that i'm like that's a better 
that's a better one. Cause I'm like, Hey man, part of the fun's in the risk, you know, is <laughs> like knowing mm-hmm. me, like, I know I'm not supposed to eat this dough, but it's so good. Well, they've been saying that for years of like, yeah. don't eat the dough. Don't eat the batter. I've, I mean, sure. A stomach ache, like, should you eat all this? No, but like, has anyone, and I'll watch all the, the mothers against eating cookie dough are going to come for this app. Like, has anyone actually died from eating cookie dough? Like, I think, I think it's so old wives. Eggs tale. I don't I think, think are that dangerous. I mean, we eat them pretty like undercooked anyway. That's Boxers like, drink them. Like, so what's, do, why can't I eat the dough? How, yeah. How is a sunny side egg, a sunny side up egg, not the same as cookie dough? I think though, it's the, I think it's just like the lesson, the lesson of cookies, which is that you don't like stop halfway through, you bake them to completion, you know, like even though they taste good as dough, they you're making cookies. Does that make sense? Sure. I also just think that, I mean, it it messes up how, like how many cookies you get out of the thing or whatever. So I guess that could be like the mom reason why a little bit more of like don't don't eat that like we have to make 12 cookies with it or whatever yeah I remember that being my mother's main argument is like I'm trying to make the thing so you're you're especially with baking right which is so approximate also I'm maybe like the grosser thing is just getting your grubby little saliva back in the the batter like you got to wait until it's I'm going now I'm switched to cake batter but mm. waiting for those, you know, the, the swirly, you know, what are they, yeah. come on, the, the mixer, the it's tongue all of it. thingy, the, th- yeah. like you're, all of the the, the but you have to leave the egg beaters, but you have to save some, but it's like, don't put your fingers in too soon, but save a you little, can, save a little can, as a treat, as they say, Yeah, you can lick the bowl as a treat. That's <laughs> that, I got, I always got that where it's like, you can't, yeah, you can't have like the batter, but whatever's on the edges, you can lick the bowl. I love licking the bowl. Whatever you can siphon out, you little freak. Heard it. <laughs> like licking the bowl. I mean, it's heard really it here, baby. <laughs> I'm looking. I'm house. looking. I'm looking. Cheese lids. I'm. Look, a, I'm, I'm a. I'm, looking, I'm a lid licker. I'm having the bottom I, of popcorn. Okay. Yeah, dude. I'm taking my finger to that bowl and being like, ah, oh, mm-hmm. nutritional yeast and salt. Yeah. Oh, dude, I'm love scraping. Yeast. My plates are clean. I'm scraping crumbs up. I'm scraping whatever's off the plate. I'm cleaning everything nothing left behind question are y'all finger lickers yes um it depends on what and where like um i think more since covid no but (laughs) okay i I, because i'm a big like if i buy a bag of chips at the grocery store which is rare i'm gonna open it in the car Mm-hmm. so like if i'm eating chips in the car having just gone to the grocery store like i'm not licking i don't care how hot cheeto my hands are like i'm not licking my hand i just like went in the grocery store and right probably didn't sanitize so i asked because um and sorry pisces that to bring up another time but i have a libra friend who comes to mind who i never realized because I don't think I'm a finger licker. I lick lids, obviously, and lick like the spoon, like I'll scrape the bowls and things, but I never tend to lick my hands. But whenever he eats, he like sucks each. I mean, not like with fork meals, but anything that's handheld, it's like like he he yeah. licks every finger clean. And I, I know it's the end of the meal when my sweet Libra friend like like pops each digit in the mouth and is like, mm-hmm. 
and like it's very cartoonish and cute but i just i always forget until i see him do it that people are like hardcore finger lickers no matter what the meal is as long as it's like a if it's a handheld meal the fingers each finger is getting a suck yeah i'm a, su- a suck and a pop I'm yeah, I'm licking fingers. I'm licking lids. I'm <laughs> all of it. I'll, but I also am like, I don't, I think it is kind of developed into a cleanliness thing to me too, which feels like I don't want to get it on something else. So I would rather be like, I got, I got it like, but I'll, I also will like napkin and everything too, but I'm, I'm not above finger licking. What about a double dip of a utensil? For instance, like I, if it's something Scotty, like I have a thing of cottage cheese and I know that Scott's going to say that he loves cottage cheese, but he's never going to stick a fucking fork or a spoon in there, no matter what. So like when I eat that, I will eat out of it and put the fork back in there. Mm-hmm. But if it's something that he's also going to eat, I won't do that. That's very considerate. Yeah, I am mostly the same. I do. I will sometimes. I feel like that's like one of the funnest, naughtiest things to do is like drink from the milk carton directly or whatever. Like that. I feel like that was the thing that was like on TV. And so it'd be like, I'll just do a little or like scoop from the peanut butter jar or whatever. But well, the scoop from the peanut butter, I feel like I rarely go back in with it. Not like, how I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I got big spoons. Mm. I I find that I end up doing, I'll do my big spoon of peanut butter and then I'm like, that's it. And then I end up just going and getting a fresh spoon. So then there's like four spoons of peanut butter sitting in the sink. But you saying that shared container thing made me think because an issue I have, and I'm sorry for anyone I've fed before, is you're, you know, you're tasting the sauce. And then I'll realize I used the mixing spoon, like instead of taking that fresh spoon. But I feel like there's something about cooking. And also, I'm not going to do. I'm not a caterer, folks. Like I'm not like serving like tons of people. I'm saying this is like maybe a couple friends over. But I'll realize that and be like, ooh, if they saw me doing this, would they think I'm the nastiest bitch on earth? I don't think so. I feel like people. I mean, generally, I'm thinking like a red sauce, right? Like you know, you're making it. You're 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 adding the oregano. You're you're seasoning and testing. You got to just a little as a treat. I usually do use a separate spoon, but I, I'm certainly it happens when you, yeah. grab, you know, you just grab the one. I mean, if you, if you're thinking about it, you grab a different spoon, right? But if you're not, you just taste out yeah. of it. I just think if someone's cooking you a meal, like they're kind of like shits all in your food anyway, yes. like not, yes. in a, not in a like nasty way, not on purpose, like, but hands yeah. And like, whatever, like it's mm-hmm. kind of, I don't know what, I saw I was watching someone this is completely different because it was at a restaurant and I watched someone make my food I watched them scratch their hand their head with um a piece of paper that they were gonna wrap my food in oh my god and I was like oh I'll never eat here again that's perfect and like wonderful but I do feel like if I saw you cooking and you like scratched your head I wouldn't be like like in the way that I would yeah. you know what I mean I don't know why yes well because one is supposed to be a place where you don't do those things because it's for people <laughs> that you don't know and love and the other one is someone that you presumably trust enough to go into their home or at have some level of relationship or whatever where they are cooking for you or feeding you and so you're like oh well I would probably like 
hug this person, shake their hand or whatever. And if I can do that, I'm just very much, I'm extreme with all of that, where I'm just like, Hey, like the, the idea that anything, even though I know that this is not true, especially uh, given what we've all just been through about like, yes, wash your hands and cover your mouths and things like that. It does actually matter. But also these things that I think people do that make them feel like, oh, this is sanitary, but that's not like, there are all these things that you do anyways, that you just like forget about, which I feel like we all saw with masks where it's like, we've all seen a person like take it off to sneeze or whatever, that even if you're doing the things that are like cleanly and sanitary, we're still just gross people so share like share the thing there's worse Ooh. there's worse stuff than someone spit you know oh that reminds me i'm gonna i'm putting this down because we're we've gotten extremely better with sharing links thanks for everyone for noticing but there's this tiktok i saw of this guy have you seen this guy who is basically his mouth is a spray bottle <laughs> no <laughs> there's this old there's this old man at a bar and, and he's in the light of the window and he's backlit in the way where if they showed you a COVID demonstration of how spit spreads, it's like this guy. Like he's just he's probably should have been wearing a mask like his entire life, basically, if this is how much liquid he is giving. But I, I will first of all, I will send you guys the link right now and I will also um, I'll put this put this guy out like but that's not a, like he's at a bar in a public place and it's just. I mean, he's just spraying. I mean, I know, I guess we're all, that's but the whole pandemic, are. right? We've that's... all been doing it, but when you can see the like dust of it all and like the backlit, it's just so, oh, uh, we're really just, we're really just dirty little creatures. Yeah. So if you're my guest in my house, you're going to eat some eyelashes and you're going to like it. Speaking of dirty creatures, have you guys um, seen the wildlife out lately? Anyone? Just no. me? No. Oh my God. My, my neighborhood is teeming. You guys, I saw a daytime possum the other day, <gasps> just a daytime possum where I was like, this is yes. terrifying. Whoa. I saw, we have coyotes that are very serious mm-hmm. in this neighborhood right now. Mm-hmm. It's just been real. Um, it's been real wild. I, I live on a pretty busy street. So like, I don't normally see the, definitely don't normally see a daytime possum. That's surprising. I, I was scared. I think he was hurt or she. What was what was he like doing? Just walking around, walking very slowly with the mouth open, Mm. looked very upset. Like maybe, I don't know, hurt. Maybe I don't know. I think I think possums just look freaky. They don't always have their mouth open like that, though. I think yeah, that's usually like like a yeah, a mouth (laughs) open is sort of like a like it. It it feels like a sign of death for them. Like it's like it looked like they're panting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I saw a gopher. Did you guys see my vid? No. Yeah. Where did you see? Oh my a god! I'll send it to you at the Silver Lake Reservoir. I was shocked. A true gopher head Cute. head out of oh. a hole, and it turned and looked at me, and it had these big honking yellow buck teeth, top and bottom. And yeah. I was like, like, oh, that's a gopher because it looked like a squirrel, but it had huge honking yellow teeth. And then it bopped its head in, bopped back out. So yeah, that was like, I was also having a very weird day. So I was like, all right, go, you know, of course, straight to go for symbolism. Like what, what does this mean? And it's just like, they're connected to the underworld. They're the ones now nav- they're 
they're navigating the underground systems. They travel alone, but they're interconnected to every all their other like gopher friends. So there's that idea of being grounded back into the earth, but also not losing touch of those who you're with. And also of just uh, of like closing in on like projects or things like things are going to feel like you're entombed underground, but it's actually working. So just keep the systems. This is how it's meant to be and function. Also in some, I guess, indigenous cultures, they can be a sign of death or a spirit guide coming. So sure. going underground, your guides, yes, like yeah, passages and things that make sense. They're said to be underworld. I, I didn't think the gopher was going to be so like, I, I, I thought it's kind of a silly looking guy. So I was like, all right, it's going to be like, have fun. But it was like, I we are the keepers of the underworld. But I was like, whoa, get it. I gophers. think it's just because we've made cartoons of so many animals that we just think animals are so goofy. When in fact, totally. when you see when you actually see an animal out in the wild, wherever you are, whether it's in, I mean, uh, to a lesser extent in a zoo, probably. But even then, I think whenever you're like bearing witness to an animal, you're like, this is wild. Look at it. Like, I think, too. I mean, when I went to Jersey and they, I saw chipmunks and groundhogs and I was like losing my mind. Yes. And, but it's like it is just one of those things where you're like, no, this thing like is fucking up the foundation of my homes. Like, please stop being excited that it's like around. And I'm like, no, but it's a groundhog. Like, I've never seen that. It's like, really, it exists. And my friend's like, yeah, it's ruining my life. Like, you know what I mean? (laughs) Where I think we've like also dehumanized, not that they're human, but like de like personified animals in a lot of ways because we do like pest removal and all those kinds of things. And so we kind of have to like, remove ourselves from the equation or remove like any sort of uh, life or humanity from it. And I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, and I was just, even those things that made me start to go like, is there like a gopher moon coming up? Is there a re- like, is this actually connected to the astrology of now? It felt very like groundhog in that. Oh, is it? Cause we are inching closer to spring. Is he feeling safe to pop his head out and yeah. go like, Hey, I know I've been down here and chilling in the winter, but spring is coming dear friend. And I am the crypt keeper <laughs> and yes. fuck with me. Well, that's so Pisces light worker. I used to work with, we do a lot of, uh, going underground meditations like going through a hole going underground and mazes and stuff like that um so i definitely think that can be a spiritual place yes i need a light worker it it is so much that like what you were saying stevie of just kind of keeping your head ahead going moving forward continuing to like dig through knowing that at some point you are going to like pop out the other side or whatever and that feels that Pisces of like going under and coming out and knowing like when you trusting that there is another side for you to get to or something else like for there's a reason for this to keep persisting and to keep digging and to keep uh like you start at the going underground but you get somewhere even though it doesn't feel like it and I love that totes uh, well, I mean, even the the Pisces symbol, right? I, I never thought of it as the fishes going in opposite directions, which is what I was seeing like when I was just, you know, doing the light, light researching, just reconnecting with like Pisces, right? The fish, what are we, what are we doing here in Pisces season? And something about 
and I'm sorry, I can't remember exactly where I saw this in my reading, but just of these fish going in these opposite directions, showing that duality of, of the real world versus the fantasy world versus, you know, what's in front of you versus what's on a screen, you know, thinking of Pisces as like being tapped into media and the heavens and, and looking through different lenses too. Now you think of like the gopher is like blind basically. Right. So it's kind of just trusting, you know, whatever is outside, if it pops its head, it's going to be okay. And just to get a sense of everything and then to go back to what it actually knows in the earth. So I don't know, Pisces, I mean, Pisces are trippy. Like that's, I know they're like stereotypically known for it, but when you really think of the Pisces symbology, it is like fish, fish are weird. <laughs> it makes me think of um, the ability to have one part of you that is like here thinking of those associations with like dreaminess, daydreaming, um, kind of like this, the ethereal realm, fantasy, all of that, when like your physical body stays in one place, but, but your, your spirit goes somewhere else and having both of those things feel just as real, but thinking of those two fish being like, well, one of us kind of stays, one of us stays here and one of us goes to the other thing and then comes back and shares in the physical, this thing that uh, like, I went to this other place and now I'm here to tell you about it. And that's where we get music and poetry and, and art and movies and this and that. And then that then inspires someone else to do a thing when that will go on as long when your physical body can't, when you can't keep being the one who is the maker of the things you have to then pass on also like something else for someone to fantasize about. Does that make sense? Totally. I think that it often sometimes comes from a darker place too. I mean, we talk about the 12th house being hospitals and being, you know, prisons and those kind of things. And I think there is like, because I have a lot of 12th house placements, like I think there is a feeling of being trapped sometimes or like I was thinking today about Mercury in the 12th house. And like, I always think about when I think of Mercury, I always think about my outward communication and less like my processing because I have my chart ruler in Gemini. So I feel like I usually understand things pretty quick and I get things pretty quick, but sometimes I do just like flip things in my head and I never mention it out loud. Like, no, I heard it backwards or whatever. Um, and I think that sometimes that music and poetry and beauty and stuff comes through not being able to say the thing the way you want to, or not being, not having the, not even like the ability, but like when you're saying what you want to say and people don't hear you, it's like, maybe you have to write a song for people to grasp it, or maybe you have to, you know, set a tone or music or, you know, rhyme or whatever to kind of give it more weight, I guess, or make people like to invoke feeling to make people understand it more. It makes me think of Pisces stuff, almost like needing an accompaniment that same way that it's like, it doesn't make sense without the other part of it there. So when you just are saying those things, they're almost too like thinking of sad songs where it's like, it's too bleak. It doesn't hit you the same place if you just hear it on its own. But when it's set to music, it suddenly becomes beautiful and um, like transcendent of these things. It's not just the information like, yeah. I think another relevant part of that is the idea of media and, you know, film and television, which I think also lies in this realm of Pisces and 
12th house stuff uh it is the same as we've talked about history books being written by the winners and stuff like that media and even to some extent journalism today is presented you know from the person who wrote it and from the person who's presenting it and i think specifically with social media we find that there are doctored videos deep fakes all that kind of stuff um so there is a like media literacy and catching up and uh citation of sources and things like that that i think we haven't gotten to yet as we did with publishing with like books and stuff you had to be like accredited to get published to you know people had to trust that you could do your thing or you wouldn't get a book you know you could get a book um but now it seems that you know you can kind of create a basically blog that looks like a news website and doctor videos and make things look and appear a certain way so I think that's kind of the dual the dual nature there again of like the screen um can be deceptive um it can also be you know your eyes into the world in a lot of ways there's not a lot of other times in life when you got to witness things that we get to witness now so it's dual well even with that just making me think of you know this the footage that's being shared with the, the war in ukraine how people are sharing clips from palestine and being like it's ukraine <laughs> and it's like no that's just like a white looking person in palestine but now you feel okay about these actions of war versus that action of war or like even the romantification of the Ukrainian president, which I do think he's obviously doing, he's a brave motherfucking dude, but this like very, maybe it's an American thing too, of just this like, oh, and look, like we have a hero for the story and that's exactly what we need. And we have quotes that we can pull from him that are just so inspo. Uh, you know, like it's this, it's this lens of, uh, that makes it like easier to digest and also for, for people that will not even have to deal with any of those things on a firsthand account or any of those repercussions, just viewing it as a spectator thing. And I think Pisces, not to say that Pisces are just going to be people that share, you know, taste, tasteless memes and, you know, want to romanticize war. I just think it's, we are in Pisces season as this is unfolding. And I think that there, that's just, there's something to be said of like this, the astrological scenery of, what we're experiencing and Pisces too, I think likes to know what the vibe is, right. You know, drink every time we maybe say vibe and, you know, from here on out, but do I need to show up and be this businessy person today? Oh, is it actually all my Bernie man friends? Okay. I can be my weird, playful childlike self. Like wh what's the, what's the medium, what's the audience. And I think Pisces is really good at that mutable water adaptability of be showing up where they're called if they show up you know let's be real i mean yeah a little a little shade dig for my pisces folks tad flaky but that's okay because there's they're being called to so many places so it, there's a lot of choices for them you know that traditionally is jupiter modernly is neptune there is a lot of fun and art and carefreeness but then there's also a lot of real ass shit that can be overwhelming to pisces people well, I think it's just as, again, like living in both of these worlds where it's like the fantasy world is a place where they can go and live, but they also are literally alive. So they do have to come back to our physical reality at certain parts. But also if you spend so much time in a place, it becomes 
real and it also feeds this cycle that I think we're talking about of where like if you want something to be true enough in your head you also will come every time you come back you're like looking for a way to make that be to fit this other place like so you can keep going to that thing uh you know I think was, this was all making me think of kind of like the culty associations of Pisces and how if you are able to like give someone a vivid enough fantasy of something, if you can make it super real in their mind that, I mean, there's almost no how, reality can't ever compete with that too. And every, like, does, does that make sense what I'm saying? This idea of like, it, like who would want to be in the real world where you are like limited by gravity and all of these other forces when you could have, when there's this whole world in your mind where literally anything is possible and you can think anything, you can come up with anything, you could build whatever, feel whatever, like who would, who would want to be in this world? (laughs) The dummies astrology dum-dum book um, mentions that the glyph represents numerous things and one of them is two crescent moons connected by the material world and it says that the two crescent moons represent emotion and higher consciousness so I think that's kind of like a a very simplified way of saying what you were just saying Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well because that was making me think of even that like flaky association and I think that that's true but I think it's also more like Hey man, I'm only so beholden to the real world of like showing up in the physical plane. I'm showing up in the, in the ethereal tonight. I can't, I can't go somewhere with my body. I'm out here. Like well, also, you don't know how much I prayed for you or kind of, thing, yeah. which is, that's like a different, but it's kind of that similar. Like, you don't know that I show up for you in this other way, or that I think of you every time I do a yoga class or that, like you're in my people that I put on my altar or whatever. You know what I mean? It's not even necessarily that like I'm far away. It is like, I do think they show up in other ways, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I mean, maybe they're just flaky cause they're fishies with scales. Sure. That too. <laughs> I mean, maybe it. it's just like the, the living human environment of fish. It's like, Catch me when you can. I'm think I'm emotionally, I'm still emotionally very connected to you. And I, I mean, it, it, that's why like with my Pisces people, I just, I, I never want to give them a hard time because I love them so much. And I think that's, you know, that speaks volumes on just Pisces energy in general. It's like, I don't want to hurt their feelings because I know that they, when it is that push comes to shove, show up time. And if they know how much something really means to you, they're going to make that the priority, but like little, like annoying shit, like dinners and that, like, yeah, if we can, we'll do it. But like, I will be there for those. I will drive you to wherever you need to go to go. Like I will do those big, those, those bigger, very romantic sort of gestures is what I think of with Pisces versus the small little daily things like Virgo energy. Right. It is making me think of truly like catching a fish and how, people are so like impressed with themselves for catching big fish and all this too, because you do have to have that incredible amount of patience and uh, like, you kind of got to lure them in with something. You can't let them know that that's what you're doing because who would just like agree to be caught like that. And, uh, but even that idea, like you're saying two of them be only showing up on those special occasions, because if you just like get it, it's like 
catching a fish versus dragging a net and just like pulling them up where it's like, there's no, there's no excitement in that. Not, not that when a Pisces is hanging out with you, it's like you're catching them, but also just that idea of like, yeah, it's cause it's cause they flake often. And so when they show up, you're like, whoa, like we really, I really was patient for this. And what a, what an exciting experience. Not always, but often. As much as they may flake or whatever other, I don't know, we want to keep saying they flake, but like, I, I do think that they're like, it goes both ways with them. Other flaky signs, like will get mad if you cancel where I don't think Pisces do. Mm-hmm. They're just like, yeah, and they're like finally, thank chill. you. <laughs> I get to stay home or do my own thing or whatever. And also, obviously they're responsible in a lot of other ways. Like I don't think they're the kind of people that just don't show up to work or whatever. And so I want to clarify that when I say flake, I don't mean like they're they're unreliable or anything. They will yeah. let you know. I, I've never had a Pisces not let me know that they're flaking. And yes, I'm sorry. Like we are using triggering language for many Pisces because I'm sure you're sick of hearing flake. But I think sometimes it, there's power in working through the stereotypes of what that even really, what does it mean for Pisces to be flaky? It's just that they love that you can be understanding that maybe the thing they really wanted to do with you, but they are, but now today has showed up and they are going, they're a water sign and they're not feeling it. And please be like, be as, uh, be understanding with them. Cause they're going to be just as understanding with you. I, I agree with what you're saying, Lisa, of like maybe the flaky or forgetful signs might feel a little more like they can do it, but no one else can where Pisces is like, no, what if we all operated on this system where we just went with the vibe of how we're feeling that day? Wouldn't that be so freeing and nice? It's this, I think it's two things. I'm like doing the circle. You can't see me. You're listening. This is a podcast. Um, but like the cyclical nature of passing on what you like when someone was understanding with you be understanding with them. But I also think it's this Pisces mutability thing, like the mutability of spirit, um, which is like to allow yourself to be constantly moved by what's happening in the moment. And I think when you are not understand, when someone has been understanding with you, when you flaked, and then you're not understanding with them, you're not listening to the present circumstances. You're not hearing that what that person needs is a break that night. You're going, oh, well I did this to you. And so now like I'm, I'm going to whatever, like you're, I don't know, you're in, you're in your head, you're in an idea of what's happening instead of like being there and hearing what someone's emotional state is and letting that impact you and letting your like, uh, behavior be dictated by that. That's the vibe thing too, to me, which is like Pisces, Pisces lets the vibe tell them how to show up. And if the vibe says don't show up tonight, that's not like, then that's not the vibe, but they're also not coming in being like, we need to be this way. We need to be this way. I think that's why people love by why Pisces is such a like party sign. And, uh, and people love Pisces is because they also like go do go with the flow. Not, not in saying not like that, but it's like the, Hey, if you're in the ocean and a wave is coming to you, the worst thing you can do is just try to like get out of that wave in the middle of it. You like ride it to the shore, see how far you can get before you can like stand up it's that kind of uh going with it energy they like to save they like to save others and be saved themselves there's just this real like surrender of pisces that's very vulnerable and 
and attractive that not everyone has access to. There's also, it's on uh, amazing resource Wikipedia also had a bit of like the mythology of Pisces, which, you know, Pisces is, is exalted with Venus and there's a lot of mythology relating Aphrodite to being saved by the fish when there's, I don't know, some like monster <laughs> was coming to, to coming to get her. And there's a few variations of like her and uh, Eros, her son Eros turning into sharks and then, or the fish taking her away, or she was birthed from the eggs of Pisces. So then she put them in the constellation and was like, thank you fish. But having these old mythology things of be- relating to Venus, relating to love, relating to sharing and, and, and they helped her ass out. You know, they didn't, these fish didn't have to do that, but they wanted her to be safe. And I do think of Pisces as that charming sign that ultimately does want the best for people. It feels like a sign that would generally say like, I want world peace, you know, like, and not even bat an eye in this cringe sort of way. And I think, you know, I think Pisces, oh, there was another thing too, that it's like, which makes sense for Pisces that it's like the earliest zodiac, one of the earliest zodiac signs on record appearing on a Egyptian coffin in 2300 BC, which is very fitting for Pisces being the last sign, the sign we always consider with that old soul energy. I've been here a million times before, been there, done that, got the t-shirt. So I think there's just something that is in that nice all-knowing way that Pisces, I think can really tap into some magic for themselves if they kind of give themselves more credit on how intuitive, how loving, how smart. And, and I've said it on other pods, they're great business people. Cause I think they do have that, that thing that makes you just want whatever they're selling. I want, I want to sip on that Pisces juice. I think they're also, um, I grew up in Pisces house and, uh, very, two very different Pisces in my house, but I think that they're like, there is this kind of, again, duality to like the way that they manifest things that I think is applied in business and, and also in other parts of life. But I do think that, you know, it's a combination of like, we'll do whatever they set their mind to, but also that like spiritual component of work where, you know, like my mom owned a restaurant and a lot of the people that would come in, it was like, a weekly ritual or like, you know, not, not necessarily in like a, my mom wasn't like a preacher by any means, but like in a way where it's like, oh, I come here to like feel family or I come here to like get fed to whatever, or to check in with you, like with, to my mom or, you know, a lot of like her, like spiritual leader would go there. And like, I don't know, it just, it definitely felt more of that. Like there's like something extra to it. But I can also see like another Pisces in my house where there is this kind of like disassociation from things that I don't want to see or that I don't want to believe to be true. And so that kind of puts up that spiritual like blockade where you're not connecting with people or you're not like able to complete tasks or do things, which we all do. Like, I'm not, I'm not like pointing fingers at anyone like especially if you have mental illness or any other sort of like, uh, you know, attention issues or anything, like it can be really easy to disassociate and like put a wall up and decide like that today we're not connecting and today I'm not going to do it and like fuck it kind of attitude. So I do think that while there is both within Pisces, I do think that there is kind of a choice that happens as well. Oh, we were just talking about like ethics and free will stuff. 
So I, if you are a Pisces and you are listening, if, if things feel really like low and down right now, it's kind of that like, make a choice today if you can, one thing to be good. It doesn't have to be your work. It doesn't have to be, you know, maybe you just, you're going to drive really good today or you're going to like, uh, you're going to like cook a perfect egg, you know, like it doesn't have to be something that's like spiritually like life-changing, but I do think once they put their mind to it, it can be really, really effective and transcendent. Yeah. I mean, can't talk about Pisces without, yeah, that, that, that total, that opposite flip fish of feeling so much that can tap into that way of like wanting to feel nothing, <laughs> that numbing, that numbing that Pisces can maybe lean to, uh, you know, to pass, pass the time or pass the, you know, not having to think about it because they're thinking, feeling, experiencing so much. Well, I think you said it too, that they do want the best and they want things to be, they see, they have such a, a way of seeing how like that world peace thing of like, oh, it could, it is also sometimes that easy that if we were just all like, if we treated each other as we wanted to be treated and maybe not that, because I think that's like not actually the way, but that like, if we were kind and we saw everyone as, as holy gods on earth and this is heaven and whatever, like we could do that, but also being so bummed that people don't do that that I think that it makes them go like, it's hard to maintain hope that that is a possibility. And I think that that is going back to this, like go for in the tunnel. That is something that we really look to Pisces for is, um, or Pisces maybe feel responsible for that of like keeping people hopeful and keeping people feeling that life is worth living and that there is, there is even, even in death, there is life and more to come. And even if it's you, there's still like life itself persists and that is something that is important and I think that there are a whole zodiacs worth of reasons why that's not true or why we feel differently and we've gone through all of these things you know Pisces that last sign but ultimately we start over again it doesn't end then and that is the kind of I think integrated of these two sides of Pisces of going like yes it's beautiful that I can quote unquote dissociate in some way, whether that be, you know, I can imagine these futures. I can imagine these stories. I can, um, find beauty in all of these things that I see. And I also am looking at the world with eyes wide open and being affected by the physical reality, just as much as these things that I make up in my head, because there are things to affect us here on earth too, that we need to care about if we care about life. My Pisces friends are some of the most serious and clown-like people I I've ever met. It's just like, it's, it's the sad clown. It's just like, isn't this all tragic? What else can we do but laugh and slip on banana peels? Like it's, it is because, you know, I feel like I know also a lot of Pisces moons and I, if, if you are into astrology and have been on any meme page, it's going to be that Pisces moons are crier, you know, back into that feeling, that feeling and all. But I think that's just, that goes with that fish underworld last sign of, of yeah it's it's the Casey Musgraves happy and sad at the same time cue the song you know it's it's just like it can't be all happy it can't be all fun it can't be all it's it's going to be a mixture you know like who doesn't like cry a little bit at a wedding you know it's it's knowing that you're gonna 
have a lot of crescendos and movements and peaks and valleys uh, on, when we're on this this ride called this little thing called life. <laughs> well, it makes me it makes me think of that Venus exaltation in in that the Pisces lesson is to find to hopefully find the beauty in all of it, not focus only on that, but know that there is beauty in all of those things. That wasn't, you know, it's Pisces. Venus was in danger in some of those myths. Um, not, it wasn't because they just worshiped Venus because she was standing, looking beautiful in her temple. And there was this, there was a moment when we could have lost uh, like the, the symbol of beauty and love and, and those things. And so it's like, be, be aware that that's possible for us so we can protect it and we can maintain it because it will not always be easy to see. Someone will have to kind of pluck it out of a lot of scenarios. Well, where's what's what's Pisces doing in y'all's charts? Where where where's she at? Um, I don't think I have any Pisces. Maybe North, the North node, node, don't you? The node in the eleventh. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't have anything in Pisces either. It is in my sixth house though, so I do feel. Um, like connected to it, but I don't have anything there. Like a daily presence of of Pisces yes. energy or operation. What's your yes. Ju- it's your fellow Jupiter? I I it is funny. I've been thinking a lot. I don't remember who used this term, but I do feel like I'm a very monastic person in the sense of like I like to be. I want to like have my day to day be kind of monk like in the sense of like I want I want to like I love like washing the dishes and sweeping the thing like having that be just what you do is just like focusing on your tasks or whatever that kind of like again what I imagine uh, that is because it lets you be really daydreamy and and uh, like imaginative and creative and all of that. Are you quiet at home? Like if like no one's talking to you, that is like, are you pretty like zoned in? Yeah, I will talk sometimes, but mostly I'm no, I'm I'm pretty. If I'm like working something out, I will talk if it feels like something that needs to be talked out. I will talk to myself um, often Mm -hmm. or I'll say like phrases out loud, but it also like feels it will be like a an an emphasis on an inner conversation instead of a like I'm talking out loud I'm talking to people it's it is very inward. Hmm. Could you do a silent retreat? Yes, absolutely. Whoa. No question. I would love to do that. I'm very intrigued to do that too. I would do like but a two dayer. That's like I, easy. I think I could go three, but I don't know if I want to do a whole week. No, not to start. You have to, to me, I want to dip a toe and see what that's about. I could do, I could do a week. And I know this, actually, this is funny because I've never <laughs> thought about this Pisces sixth house thing of like, I think that is a lot of the like work I've done and also living situations I've been in where it was very much like the day to day. We did not talk Cer- certainly at certain points in living situations where it's been like, oh, I, I can go. I could go the whole day pretty much without talking to a person or interacting with someone and what that does, what that does to you. I mean, I do it often, but I like, cause Scott and I work opposite schedules. So some days, like if I don't have meetings, I really won't 
speak to anyone and it's almost weirder starting to come out of it you know what I mean but I will say I don't I don't the retreat thing maybe this isn't a Pisces thing this might be somewhere else in my chart but to me it's kind of speaking again to the duality I feel like with the retreat it's like well if everyone else is doing it I can do it too but what I wouldn't like is if everyone else was allowed to talk and I wasn't. That's oh, why I, I would have a really hard time. So I think that's why when I have those days when I am solo, like it does feel a little bit harder because it's like everyone outside is like having such a good time or whatever. But it, I know that's not true. Like grass is always greener or whatever, but it does just feel like, oh, like I'm stuck without anyone to talk to or something see i'm like in my own world man i was like there's nobody as far as i if i'm if i'm by myself i'm like basically no one exists oh me too i'm just saying when i come out yeah Yeah, it feels like oh well all these people are like out and talking and i'm still in my like oh i get you quiet like i haven't spoken yet today kind of space yes I, I think I could do the silent retreat also of what you're saying, Lisa, from like purely competitive point, like of like whenever in school, when you have the quiet game, like we're winning this game, like we're getting we're getting the prize. But I think I, I'd be we got I'm going to look this up once we're like once we're yeah. done recording. I do want to see if there's any silent retreats near near me. <laughs> hot blonde looking for a silent retreat near me. Uh, but <laughs> looking for hot sexy silent retreats near you. <laughs> but I think or I would be <laughs> I would be afraid to see what my brain go where I talk I I don't talk to myself not a lot. I mean, I'm sad six so I'm like, I'm, a, um, you know, there's a little bit of chatter going, but it's also, I don't know. I like thinking of Pisces as a monk. Cause I do think that they, I've had Pisces friends where I'm like, Hey, Hey. And they're like, and it's like, I do feel like I've tapped them out of teleporting into a different dimension. I, I also am. And sound off, uh, Libra risings. If you feel the same, um, I do also feel like there is some part of me that feels like every day I live a full life every day every day when I go to bed I've been thinking about this as a child where I was very afraid of dying in my sleep or whatever because it was like just like oh going to sleep what I did think that that was like dying essentially and I would not also the goal also the goal most people like aspire to right everyone's like how do you want to die is like peacefully in my sleep yeah which now I'm like anything but this I'm like "Uh uh-uh I'm not getting fooled you're not you're not taking me like this but I would be like obsessed with night prayers and that of being like all right I'm just like surrendering into the night I'm trusting that I'm waking up tomorrow because this feels real sus to me but Whoa, that idea of it being so like funny. if I close if I close my eyes it's done. like if you if you're like done here you're done oh wow well, I've been doing the um timeline hopping on TikTok I don't know if you guys are on timeline hopping TikTok but no. um hopefully your phone's no. hearing this so you will be soon <laughs> yes um yeah timeline I... hopping TikTok <laughs> oh, here, hey Siri <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't recommend it actually for anyone, but I <laughs> just because like jury's out on all of this kind of spiritual stuff and what we're doing. And like, it's one of those things like where where um I tried learning to lucid dream and then I was like, oh, I hate this. Like, please 
<laughs> please make it stop um but yeah timeline hopping tiktok where you like each night you like intend to wake up in in a different timeline one where you're elevated and more and more and more each night mm-hmm. and every morning you you um affirm that in the mornings but it it is like and i have been doing it and i think it does provide me with a different outlook in some way that i'm like okay if i'm going to do like say that this is my greatest potential day that i could have of all the timelines that exist then i can't be looking around being like two dollar tip what the fuck you know what i mean you have to be like it was really nice to that person what a good day you can't you can't really like uh challenge it constantly so I think it has been nice. There's been some like uh, release of negativity that I've come along with it. I don't know if I'm necessarily timeline jumping, but um, <laughs> well, those know. are those. But those are those. I think that's the point of timeline jumping is because it is a thing that is is unprovable in this very Pisces way. Uh, but also the the proof is in how it makes you feel. And if you are approaching days that way now, then yeah, your timeline jumping. That's what it is. Like you're, you are making leaps towards a reality that would have taken you a much longer time to get there. Had you not just gone tomorrow, I'm waking up and I'm having the best day of my life. Like right. that, do you know what I mean? Where it's like, if you would have waited until you just found yourself feeling that way, who knows when that would happen. But if you just tell yourself, this is the reality I'm waking up in. How do we, how does our physical reality then come to meet this thing? And when you realize that that's how you can set up living, then what, what the fuck is time? Like, then we're all time jumping all the time, you know? Sure. I think the danger is that, you know, and I want to say this specifically to people listening, if you know if you want to try raising your vibration or whatever thing you want to try doing to make your life better please go ahead but also like you don't stand in traffic and think a car is not going to hit you because yeah. this is your fucking timeline um yeah so like i guess that's like what i'm trying to say is that you do you have to kind of have a grain of salt with it it doesn't make you invincible bad things are still going to happen to you not everything can be perfect not everything is like we're just trying to raise our consciousness our vibrations this is a pisces episode we're talking about things that aren't necessarily tangible it doesn't mean i make more money tomorrow or anything maybe maybe you know in in a couple weeks a couple months a couple years it gets that place but like we're not i don't want to say this in a way where it's like it's prescriptive try it and like see what happens in your life like i want I'm saying I do it. I'm not saying you should. Well, absolutely. I think that what that made me think of is thinking of it in that kind of screens Pisces way of um, like, you know, in a movie, when the movie starts, often the person has a bad day that turns into this other thing or whatever. And if we kind of are just living like, oh, a $2 tip, I wonder what amazing thing is going to happen later because I'm having this sort of thing or whatever like these these things of this being the beginning of the movie instead of the worst thing that's ever happened to you in the end of your life it's like the beginning of something else so it's like oh well if this is I I I did my time hop so this can't be whatever like I don't know again that's like a dangerous a dangerous place too but I think it's more about it being like it's meant to make it feel like anything is possible in your life instead of you are 
limited by your present day circumstances. Not that the laws of, of reality do not, do not still absolutely apply in all of that too. Weird. You guys are saying all these things. So there's like a lot of keywords that I've thought of just these last few days. First of all, this idea of a good day has been, has been on my mind, especially with astrology, where I think a lot of people's goals is to avoid anything feeling uncomfortable and to only go with the optimum astrology, whether to do anything. I was doing my first ever girl's trip with my mother, where we spent, you know, 72 hours, just us, which we've never spent that much time. Just usually there's her husband or like I'm with my other family members. So that was really interesting. And I saw uh, I saw our account post the whole, you know, Mercury square Uranus. And I went, oh, like this makes sense right now of like frustrations and this. And I was like, but wait, I was meant to be here during this Uranus square Mercury. Like, why would I want to experience everything just being good? Like that's like, imagine if everything in your life was just good. And like, it goes back to this idea of like, to me sounds boring and this $2, you keep saying $2. My mom brought me a $2 bill. My great grandma left me. So I, I'm just like tripping out on this weird $2 thing. Oh, also yeah. my Pisces, my, my North node Pisces is in my ninth house, which rules like grandparents and travel and spirit, like all the, that, a lot of the, the woo sort of thing. So I think of that a lot as like messages from when I go places or from other things. I've had a lot of spiritual people be like, yeah, you must I, I've been told to go do silent treats and, uh, you know, these kind of sojourn things to eat, to, to really nurse that Pisces North node in the ninth of like going to do travel based upon being changed, right. Or being something that's really spiritually connected or something that's, that feels like I should just, I don't know. I've always just dreamt of Burma and I just want to go, you know, like no reason, no reason other than it came to me in a vision. So just had to, I just many things that you just said that just, the Pisces season, it all feels very affirming of, yeah. And everything doesn't have to be good, but time, time line hopping can maybe give that perspective of maybe you do want to be around more nature because you were transported back to, you know, the Western era, or I don't know if that's how even well, timeline hopping I'm works. Like, no, but- <laughs> I don't think, I think timeline hopping is not like you can time travel. Oh, I'm thinking it's time going- travel. No, it's saying like it's like Marvel I'm, Cinematic Universe timeline. Yeah, where it's like I'm gonna jump to the part in this where I'm in a happy relationship. Oh, uh, okay. Blah, 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 manifesting blah, blah, blah. basically. Yes, yes. But thinking about, I, I don't think, think it's, it's manifesting. I don't think it's the same mm. thing. But I think it's this idea again of like this is something that I've been experimenting with this Pisces season for me, which I do not normally like doing with my Capricorn Moon is doing things out of order. I do not like doing things out of order. It also is super triggering for me was as someone with ADD who has developed all of these systems to try to trust my brain um, because I am forgetful about those or I miss steps. I jump around and I skip things. I timeline hop where I'm like already thinking about what this feels like there. So now I'm off on, you know, whatever, but doing things kind of out of order and how you still have the, the way you have to think about yourself differently and then be like nicer to yourself in a way, or hopefully, I don't think everybody does that all the time, but what, what I am finding myself doing is going like, Hey, do a little bit now. And now, now it's time because it's time to do this thing. And it's more important for you to like, be aware of what's in front of you, what needs to be done than saying, 
I'm denying this reality because I need to do my thing in order. Like I need to get all of my things done instead of just being like, Hey, yeah, you might have to like go back and do a step, but isn't that fun? Because then you like, you forget something at the store, you go back a second time and you run into someone like this is what's, this is what fantasies are made of and stories are made of is not getting it right and doing it perfectly and following all the steps in order. It's like fucking time hopping, man. <laughs> Timeline hopping is the idea that, you know, there's a million yous living a million different days today. So tomorrow you're going to wow. wake up as the best possible one. The one that Judd Apatow sees and stops in the street and says, the way you just flicked that cigarette was so funny. I have to you talk are, to you. You are my muse now. Yeah. Or yeah. whatever, whatever your dream is. That's not mine. That's why I said it. Cause I would mm-hmm. never tell you the real one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 12 house if that's the imagine one house. imagine how psycho the real one is um <laughs> oh I can't but you know imagine. what i mean like whatever yeah. job that you want to get or whatever thing that it's like setting you up to be in position to do it not necessarily well, that mm-hmm. you're gonna wake up 40 or anything like yeah. that it's just that you're gonna be like okay like this is today's the day kind of stuff yeah the timeline yes. of you quitting walking out of your job spitting in your boss's face stealing a car and then you meet the woman of your dream. <laughs> like, I don't well, like it could yeah. go so many, it could go so many realms. Well, it's not, I think Ooh, not even, again, not even so much the circumstances, but like, how does that you move? And it is that like, if you can dream it, you can do it kind of stuff where it's like, if you do it in a dream, if you understand, like, if you have that vivid feeling of it, why couldn't you do it in in reality or whatever or why wouldn't you just start acting that way if you just decided like yeah today today's the day i'm this thing that's as good a reason as any right or as you know you guys want to hear the um the light bulb joke for this one yes i don't know where to go i you guys i actually think a lot of them really had this light bulb joke not as few as i thought but um how many Pisces does it take to screw in a light bulb? Oh my god, all of them. The light went out. <laughs> That's the joke from the book. I love it. Perfect. Perfect. I love Pisces. I do. I do hope I come back as a Pisces next time. Oh yeah. Well, oh yeah. If it's the next time, it is a Pisces. Hell yeah it's always like coming back right yeah and it's all coming back to me that's the pisces yeah we love the pisces sorry we called you flakes but it was just just like think about it so hey, thank you I for letting it thanks for being the vessel to think about what flakiness even is it's more about like sacred responsibility to both the ethereal and material realms a flake in the real a flake in the real world is not a flake in the spiritual world you know just make sure that you are communicating you know that you're which one you're gonna be in and make sure you're not doing it when you're supposed to be when you have responsibilities in one you know Wait, that is the TikTok remix we need to do. Ethereal girl. Ethereal girl. All right. This is the part where I say, don't take that. But like, honestly, if you make that, just tag us. Just tag us. We'll share it. We'll share it. Ethereal girl. We'll stay. We're all in the, we're all in the, 
Piscean ethereal like muse soup right now. So whatever we're, we're sharing. Up, yeah, it's a sh- hey. it's share time, baby. If we are the vessel of inspiration that leads to creation, that is still the cycle continuing and happy to be a part of it, baby. Surf's up. <laughs> Pisces. We love you, even if you're not a Pisces, but especially if you are this week. And uh, be kind to yourself and everybody else. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Doodaloo. Thank you for listening to What's Your Sign. Please rate us five stars and subscribe on iTunes or whatever podcast platform you use. If you like what you heard, please support us on Patreon. You can also find us online on Instagram at What's Your Sign Podcast or on Twitter at What's YR Sign underscore pod. You can also like our fan page on Facebook and join our friendship group. Questions, comments, concerns, or to book a commission chart reading, you can email us at what's your sign podcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye.